0: Hey, hey, this is episode 24, Working with Doctors. This podcast is for parents that want solutions, not just sympathy for the many personal struggles that come with raising children with special needs. Welcome to Parents Have Special Needs Too, and I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. All right, today I would love to talk about working with doctors because I have learned several different lessons, which to some people may have been super obvious, but they weren't to me. And so I'd love to share them here with you in hopes that if you're struggling with something similar to what I was struggling with when I had interactions with my daughter's doctors, that hopefully this will be helpful for you. Okay, so... Initially, when I went in, taking started taking Elizabeth to a lot of her doctor's appointments, I had this subconscious idea that the doctors were the experts, meaning that I just kind of took my daughter to them and said, hey, we're kind of struggling and I'm not sure what's going on, can you tell me how to fix it, was kind of the again, like subconscious story that I was running in my mind. And so whenever I took her to a doctor's appointment, I was just, I was often like, whatever the doctor says, I'm just going to try to do that because they know better than I do about what to do to help my daughter. And in some ways that's true, but in other ways it's definitely not. And here's what I mean is that I am the expert of my child. The doctor's not. And this is why I think that. It's because I spend more time, more hours of the day caring for, observing, and helping my child than any of her doctors ever will. Therefore, I am the expert on her. What is she doing? How is she reacting? What are the issues? What is she struggling with? I'm also around her enough that I can track. And tracking, whether it's her eating, her sleeping, her bowel movements, whatever it is, that's information that can be helpful to the doctors. But the doctors rely on me and my expertise of being with my daughter. And so it took me a long time to understand that the doctors are experts in their field, but they are not experts on my daughter. And it's really, really important for me to be able to step into that role as my daughter's expert or my child's expert so that the doctors and I can collaborate. Right. And I think what that does, because The care of my child is the center focus. How can we help them have a higher quality of life or overcome whatever sickness and struggle they have? I am the center point. I am the advocate. Therefore, I would put myself at the head of my daughter's care team, her medical care team. This shift in my mentality made a huge difference. Because when I look back and I was downplaying my expertise of my daughter, I was doing her and me a really big disservice where we were both suffering a lot more because I wasn't stepping into and owning the fact that I was her expert. I didn't, I don't have a degree, a medical degree. I don't have the years of experience that her doctors have But I am intimately aware of my daughter and her needs and her history. So when I went into those appointments and I downplayed my own knowledge and expertise and I didn't put my cards on the table and I didn't stand my ground and I didn't help the doctors understand what they were dealing with, my daughter suffered. And when my daughter suffered, I suffered. Right. And so did the doctors. It was a frustrating experience for us to try to help her when I wasn't putting my best foot forward there to help her. And so just boosting your confidence and realizing I am the expert of my daughter and it benefits all of us better when I show up as such. And I'm not saying that you need to be cocky about it. Just be confident enough to get the job done and get what she needs and what you need. All right. So I have mentioned the word collaboration several times already, and I actually want to hit on this point again, because this was a game changer for me. I remember talking to several different people who had had not so good experiences with their doctors and trying to get the help that they needed for their child. And we all make mistakes, including doctors and there's some pretty awful things that happen. And yes, there are doctors out there that probably don't care as much or aren't as careful or educated. And the care that they are giving you and your child is less than optimal. And it can cause suffering. It can cause issues. Yes, I understand that happens. So you want to be careful and you want to be aware, but As a mother, caring for a child with special needs, even just any of my other children, I have made plenty of mistakes on my own. Now, I'm not saying that we should just allow doctors to make mistakes that will injure or hurt our child or anything like that. We should definitely do our best to keep our child and ourselves safe. And at the same time, be kind and courteous as we're communicating with the doctors and making decisions about our child's care. Because here's what I've noticed, is that when you take the approach that it's me against the doctors, it's me going into the hospital or the clinic, and I've got to fight to get the right care, I've got to be on guard to make sure that we're not taken advantage of, this kind of mentality where you are a, at war almost, not that aggressively, but you are, it's you against the doctors, Right trying to get what you need out of them for your child, that kind of mentality drives separation and definitely not collaborative work where you can use each other's expertise to find a solution. I have found it far more beneficial to understand that I am the head of my child's care team. And as such, I see and understand that there are needs that my child has that are outside of the scope of my ability and knowledge to give. So I am going to collaborate with other people, other experts in different areas which can help me help my child. So when I go into a doctor's appointment now, I'm looking to collaborate. I'm looking to say, hey, this is what we're noticing is happening. This is what we want to resolve. This is our goal. And it's far easier for the doctor to get on board and say, oh, well, perfect. Like, I'm the person you want to talk to. Or sometimes, I'm sorry, I don't help with that. That's outside of my scope of expertise. And then they can refer us to someone else. And even still, if you find a doctor that has the knowledge you're looking for, but doesn't seem to have the care and compassion that you're looking for, or doesn't have a personality that's easier for you to work with, you can shop around. You can find someone else. And if you can't, I promise you that being confident in your own expertise and kind and courteous and respectful of the doctors will get you farther than not being respectful and kind. And along these same lines, keep an eye out for if the doctor is respectful of you as your child's caretaker. I promise that if you show up with confidence and knowledge and you know what's going on and you've been tracking things and you're paying attention to your child, which I know if you're listening to this podcast, you are that kind of a parent then the likelihood of that doctor respecting your opinion and taking you seriously definitely goes up. It's not a guarantee, but it does go up. At least it did for me. Alright, so considering all of that, here's what I found to work the best for me. is When I would approach the doctor and approach the appointments going, I am bringing my expertise to the table. The doctor is bringing their expertise to the table. I get the final say as the parent and the expert of my child, right? Or the caregiver of my child. So they bring their expertise. I bring mine. We can discuss things, talk about the needs, help them understand where I'm coming from, me try to understand where they're coming from. And then together, finding a solution that works best for the child, for our family, for me, for the situation, because... As the caregiver, you're where the rubber hits the road. So if the doctor is prescribing some sort of regimen that is unrealistic for you to implement, that's not going to work. And so you'll need to find another solution. And doctors have worked with many, 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 many people and have probably seen a variety of different ways. They might have some good ideas or consulting with other parents. There's a lot of Facebook groups out there that you can find where people will collaborate. Like for my daughter Elizabeth, there is a specific Facebook group that caters caters toward tube feeding specifically. And I bet that there are many more out there that will cater toward your child's specific special need or needs. So go and look at those, get some nice ideas so that you can get the information that you need. Because information is what's going to help you and the doctor or doctors and therapists figure out the best options for you, your family, and your child. I have found this to work really, really well. But if I view my relationship with the doctor as being in conflict or contradiction, then it's really hard to capitalize on the strengths that we all bring to the table because there are strengths that we bring to the table. Maybe not always, but if you will keep looking, you'll find the doctors or therapists or practitioners that can help you where you are or get you to the next step that you need to be. All right. I hope that was helpful for you guys today. It has changed my world and how I interact with my daughter's other members of her care team and it's made all the difference for us and we are seeing small successes and steady up climbs. And so I hope the same can happen for you and your journey in raising your child with special needs. All right, I'll see you guys next Friday. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back next Friday with another podcast. Make sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Take care.